create a brand and kill it. I'm here with my good friend, Caroline DeMoy, who's created Pizza Girl, which is taking LA by storm and Amazon. <laughs> Caroline, thank you so much for coming in here. Thank you for having me. So I've known you, we've known each other since we were like really young. Yeah. Do, do you even know how we met? I don't. I, did we meet through Paris Hilton? Maybe. I think that's how we met. That's a Or was it Kim Kardashian? I think it has to be one of them. One or the other. One or the other. We were at, probably at some party acting like <laughs> idiots. Because <laughs> we, you know, I grew up in LA and so did Caroline and we kind of grew up you know, I didn't really grow up in the circles you grew up with. You were really deep, but I kind of was like deep. on the edge, right? <laughs> you were deep and I was like on the edge, but we would party together at the same hot spots. And uh, me and her always vibed. We've kind of have like a same attitude, which is like badass, make it happen. We're both very independent. Um, so I'm excited to have you here to talk about your latest venture, Pizza Girl. Woo woo. Yeah. I was at your launch party. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that fun? It was so amazing. You guys, she did this amazing launch party in Los Angeles. Paris Jackson, who's Caroline's really good friend, performed. Uh, it kind of was like a who's who of Hollywood at this pizza girl launch party. It really was. Well, that wasn't the intention. It was more just like good, close, like family and friends right. who actually like care about this, this it was, new it brand. It was good, close, like 100 people. <laughs> <sighs> You good know, food. when you grow good up food. in LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good food. Great food. Um, I was in the kitchen the whole time sweating with um, one of my head chefs and just trying to make sure all the food was was brought out properly. And, um, you know, it was under the stars and this beautiful – it was a great way to kick off a new brand for sure. Right. Yeah. What yeah. I love about your story is that, you know, you, you're very honest and open about this. Caroline grew up with, like, the high society of LA, but you weren't, like, technically – you don't consider yourself like high society. Like you were like, talk about how you describe yourself. Cause I love the way you describe yourself. <laughs> well, I'm just an, a normal human mm -hmm. being. <laughs> that's such an awkward thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I grew up in Malibu. I went to Malibu high and that's because my dad had a, um, a pizza restaurant and Morris you know, pizza. like a lot of people across America have, you know, cool mom and pop shops. And um, Demore's Pizza became like the pizza of Malibu. And obviously, um, a lot of our friends, you know, grew up there and everybody wanted pizza. Everybody was wasted and wanted to eat some freaking pizza. Right. So, um, yeah. So then came, you know, Demore's and the pizza truck. And, you know, when I wanted to go out and go party with my friends, I had to deliver pizzas to make enough money to pay for valet at some Hollywood club, you know? So I had to kind of like work to party. And um, people didn't know this because people thought you were actually like one of the people you were hanging out with. Like people thought you were an heiress. <laughs> I did think it was really funny when magazines and newspapers would call me the pizza heiress. And I was like, what the hell is a pizza? Are we allowed to cuss on this show? You cuss. Um, okay, because I have a potty mouth. Um, they're like, I was like, what is a pizza heiress? Like, because you're I. You're trying to pay for your valet. I think, and not only that, I think that people were just really into heiresses at the time. And like, they wanted society, like, the media and everybody wanted a, a reason to talk about me. And if I was just some, you know, pizza girl, then there was really no point at that time. You know, it was like the 2000, like 2005 and that era of like, you know, rich kids rule society. And I feel like um, I was just like caught in like some like wrong place, wrong time kind of situation where, you know, people just thought, poorly of me um <clears throat> that I was not that 
you know, anybody should have been talked down on. That was like a really dark time in the media where like Perez Hilton and people were bullying everybody and everybody was just really mean to each other. And I just found myself in a lot of these like really public kind of like really crazy situations, you know, like the fire crotch video. Like I'm so sad that my daughter's going to have to know one day that I was in like the background of the fire crotch video. And like, right. you know Lindsay what I mean? Lohan. Right. Yeah. That was terrible. Oh, that was Paris Hilton about Lindsay Lohan. It was right. just, it was, no, it was, it was like one of their mutual friends was saying all of it. And it was just, um, it was just a gross kind of time that I feel like I just was drunk and on drugs through <laughs> and um, yeah, partying the whole time. And I feel like like our children, they're not going to think that's cool. You know what I mean? Like they're going to think that's so lame and I'm so grateful because um, she's going to see like, unfortunately, like you can Google me and see me like, you know, wasted dancing on tables and just being a complete moron. So when my daughter sees that, my thought is that she's going to go the complete opposite direction. And I feel like like the younger generation is all about like, just kind of keeping it together, which is really exciting. Empowering one another. Yeah, empowering one another, caring about the environment, Mm -hmm. um, you know, super like just um, pro-equality all around. You know, my daughter, she's not going to know gender. She's not going to know race. She's not going to know, you know, um, she's not going to see the difference in anyone, you know. Like I am trying to teach her right now that gender is, you know, it's how you feel. It's not how you're born. And, you know, I've gotten a lot of flack for that. And I just... Wait, on social media? Um, just, you know, within older generations of our families right. or, you know, people that come from different like religious backgrounds or, you know, dinner table gossip and conversation that just turns into, you know, really angry people. And I just feel like as long as we do our part as parents to educate our children, um, to just be accepting all around, then like, I'm just so excited for all the old racists to die off. (laughs) (laughs) Caroline, you tell them. I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry. They're all going to die soon. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, terrible. um, What do you think about the whole Meghan Markle leaving like the Megxit. What do you think Megxit? Is that what they call it? Because that's kind of like her saying, screw you to the traditions and just like, I'm out of here. Peace out. You know, I think... Because um, she's an LA girl. She's like us. I we think, all have that same attitude of like, I actually think um, I actually out. think it's amazing because, you know, whatever can contribute to their mental health and that that's obviously like a really kind of high stress situation that they're put into and if they want just some time to themselves and you know more power to them I say your family is the family you create not the family you're born into and how silly is the whole you know um just kind of like this one family that everybody bows down to and like, like you know it's just it's kind of like very it's comical to me anyway so I think us as Americans uh since we're not so traditional like you know for us it's kind of like too elitist and we're moving into a society that is not about elitism you know the 90s was about like the supermodels and then like like with the whole thing with victoria's secret right like only these type of girls could be models and i think we're moving to a space of like everybody should have the opportunity yeah to to live yeah it's not about it's not about how you're born you know into some there should you know. be a class system. Yeah. Right. I know that's 100%. very LA of us. <laughs> is it? Is it? I don't I know. Feel like I feel like very... the world is kind of coming to that conclusion. I, I yeah. hope so. Because I feel like, you know, I grew up uh, Armenian in LA. I dealt with so much, um, 
so much like I wouldn't call it racism, but like I did deal with like some kind of prejudice. Like I don't look like this. Uh, change your last name, which I did. Um, so I feel like with my daughter, I'm excited that like she doesn't have to like define what she is. Do you regret changing your last name? No, I don't. And I get asked that a lot just because I was able to create a person I wanted to become. Mm. You know, I wasn't like I didn't grow up loving my background. Now I do. But I didn't grow up liking it because I was so deep in the community, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I just wanted to get away with uh, get away from it. Um, not, and then when I changed my last name, I changed it because it was for me just to get jobs. Like it was just as simple as that because I wasn't getting jobs because my last name was hard to pronounce. And it was just like she looks too ethnic. Da, da, da. Now I'm at a point where like I've created the person I wanted to become. It doesn't matter what my name is. I'm happy where I'm at right, right. now. And I'm like more proud to be Armenian now than I ever was, which is interesting. Well, I feel like as you get older, you kind of lose that like, you know, teenage embarrassed embarrassment right. of like who right. you are and why. And that's actually how Pizza Girl came about. I was mortified when I was a teenager being called Pizza Girl. You know, like people would scream down PCH like, Pizza Girl, what's up? Where's my pizza at? And I would be like, oh, this is awful. I want nothing to do with this. I want nothing to do with the name Pizza Girl. So I ran off and I became this like, pretty well-known DJ, toured mm -hmm. the world, got several record deals, and I wanted nothing to do with it. Then I'm opening for um, Diplo at Sundance, and the kids are in the crowd with signs that say Pizza Girl. And I was like, okay, so listen, there's nothing I can do to hide from this, so how about I just like- Own it. Own it, exactly. So um, that's really where- Does that, uh, Is that how it started from like Sundance opening for Diplo? Well, it was just like- it was just fine. No, people have called me that my entire life, but it was just kind of one of those things where I, that was really kind of where I was like, you know what? My worlds are colliding. There's nothing I can do to mm -hmm. not to be called the pizza girl. In every interview I do, it just comes up. So it was, was kind of like, I, you know, I had had my daughter and I had been cooking a lot. I, you know, I own and operate the Demore's Pizza on 3rd and La Cienega. So I'm always like cooking. I started the catering division. I do like, you know, huge events now, mm -hmm. like um, the Hilarity for Charity event at um, the Palladium, yeah. you know, and the um, and like Jessica Alba's Honest Party. And like I'm catering all these, you know, insane events and doing all of this. There was even an event where I DJed the party and catered That's the party amazing. at the same time. So it was like, <clears throat> and I was like running back and forth, making sure everything was perfect. So for me, it was just like sometimes the universe tells you who you are and you just need to be open to listen, you know? Right. So Pizza Girl. Pizza Girl. Yeah. So Pizza Girl is this brand that Caroline created. You could buy the sauces on Amazon. I've bought some and I love her sauces. I, I am at home cooking for my kids because it's organic. Yep. Talk to us about that. Yeah. I mean, it was really important for me to make something that I felt, you know, confident feeding my baby girl and feeding, you know, children all over. I definitely... Um, wanted to make sure that it was not only the healthiest, but also the best tasting. So I worked really, really hard. You know, I, I got my organic certifications. I've had zero funding. I funded this entire project myself. Right. Um, and, you know, I walked it into um, different supermarkets, like like just on foot. I walked into Erwan. I was like, yo, who do I need to talk to? That's the Italian in me. That's fully my dad coming right. out in me. I'm like, you got to try my sauce. They kind of giggled. They were like, you're hilarious. Okay. Opening it up at the desk, taking a spoon out and going, okay, you get all the Erwans. Same thing happened at Bristol Farms. And then all of a sudden I got all the Gelson's and then now I'm in Whole Foods and now you can get us... Um, and that's only here on the West Coast, you know, until I do, I'm going to have to break down eventually and take on an investor. Yeah. 
Um, to so be able to grow on that level. To be able to grow. Like I am actually at that place right now where you always hear on Shark Tank when they're like, I've kind of reached my limit without an investor. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of exciting and kind right. of scary. I would, I'm looking for somebody who's like um, – could be more of like a partner, knows the space. It's right. not just about money, obviously. Right. Um, so that Have will be the next thought about Shark Tank as an option? No. I'm terrified of, of Shark Tank. Um, so I will not go that route. But if they want to just give me a call and have like a <laughs> legit meeting, not on camera, um, that would be great. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's all organic. There's n- obviously no preservatives. Um, there's no added sugar at all. And... Um, I have this amazing kind of like our homemade method that we use in in the factory up in Santa Paula. And I'm up there taste testing every single batch um, and just making sure that this is a quality product for everybody. And it, what's cool is that under the Pizza Girl name, we're going to expand. It's not just going to be sauce. Right. It's going to be, you know, um, frozen pizzas and pastas and yeah. noodles and, you know – different, you know, salad dressings and soups. And, you know, I'm basically going to kick Wolfgang Puck out of the, (laughs) out of the, no, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, Um, this is, it's a female founded company. Yep. Self-funded, independent. Yep. Yep. And you're, you're, you're like the, the new wave of eating. Everybody looks at the back of the ingredients nowadays. You want to know what you're putting in your body because especially when you become a mom, you become more aware of what you're giving your kids. You want to be able to give them the best possible thing to eat. Right. And I find like the organic certification. So a lot of these companies, they have big funding. They pay to get their organic certification done. Thousands and thousands and thousands of Mm -hmm. dollars. I obviously didn't have that. I had to do it myself. That's like 600 pages of paperwork per skew. That was like going to college for me, which I never did. And it was like pulling my hair out. And every time you get what they call an infraction, something incorrect on it, I get put to the back of the line and like have to wait months to hear back. It was torture. How long did it take you to get the certification? It took me about five months. Wow. Yeah, it was. At, and I have to kept kept pushing back that party that we went to, you know, right. the, the, the launch party and everything. So um, <clears throat> it was crazy. I definitely like there's so much I would do differently now, but it, I'm just really I guess like let's talk about that. Like, you know, what would you have done different? So I definitely, I now, one of these um, entrepreneurial magazines that I read, they were like, listen, like, don't be afraid to hire people and put people in place to do the things that you're not that great at. Yeah, you know, like good at what they're good at. Right, and right. do what you're good at. What I'm good at is development of this product, the vision of the brand, um, and being the face of this brand and right. talking about it and getting out there. You know, I do all, I do the demos myself, you know, I'm going to be at Jade's Market on Saturday wow. handing out samples. That's literally what I love to do is I love to talk to the customer and like mm-hmm. get their feedback. So that's my strong suit. My What's not my strong suit is overseeing, you know, all of the manufacturing operations, operations right. day to day and, you know, the business side of things. So that's where I think I've fallen a little bit short and now I'm putting the right people in place. Mm-hmm. So I would just say when you're when you're starting a company, you have to just hit the ground running and you have to take on all those hats, right? right? And you you have to learn how to do everything. You have to learn how to do everything. But then if you never release power to people that you trust, you will never 
be able to grow to that level that you want to. And I went through that. I know exactly those points because I did that with my company. Like you have to learn how to do everything and hire smart people who know what they're doing in the field like that they're good at. Is it accounting? Is it, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) Definitely not my strong suit. Right. You know what? I'm creative as well. And it's definitely not my strong suit to run a business. I was, you know, very lucky to work with my husband who's a business guy. Uh, But I'm creative too. I just, you know, tell me where to go. What's, you know, how, I'm ready. Yeah. But like, you know, dealing with employees, dealing with operations, dealing with like manufacturing, like not not my strong suit either. Also, I end up becoming really good friends with all my employees and that's a no-no, you know? When like, you run a company, it, uh, it is hard to distinguish the line. And I dealt with that for many years. Yeah, it's really hard. And I, and then, you know, and then I had to fire people and that was just like completely gut-wrenching. I'm really bad at that. I got a little better at it, you know, after time. But, you know, I do love the people that I bring in Mm -hmm. and I want everybody to succeed. And then all of a sudden I'm getting taken advantage of and, you know, everybody's asking for points in my company because they, you know, worked a couple extra hours. So I'm like, what is going on here? I'm just too nice, you know? And I think that's like the beauty of being an entrepreneur is no one could really teach you this. You just need to go through it. Because you could read about it in the textbooks, right? right? You could learn about it when you're getting your PhD. You won't know how to deal with it until you're not in that position. Right. For sure. So that's something that like I feel like is the entrepreneur uh like lessons that everybody learns and you can you just have to like go through it on your own. And it's stuff that like it's very common. Yeah. Everybody deals with. One hundred percent. I mean yeah. You trial and error. Trial that's how I've error. learned everything in my life. Right. Trial yeah. and error. Uh, yeah. I've learned everything by failing. Oh God, I've failed so much in my life and I just feel like the the reason why I am where I am today is because I failed so much. Yeah, and if you don't, if you learn from that failure, you know, then it's important to it's learn and be able to evolve and move forward. One hundred percent. People are listening right now who are working on their own brands. Like, how long did it take from the idea of Pizza, Pizza Girl? How long did it take from the creation of your first product? How long did it take to like the next step of getting it in? You know, Whole I would Foods. Say t- I would say two years. That's pretty, that's short. Yeah, it's not too bad. Two years working. But you know, you have to remember, I also had, um, you know, a 30-year name in the in that industry. I find that some people, you know, I just heard Bon Jovi has a sauce line now. You know, like I find when you just wake up one day and you go, I'm going to do this. It's just not as authentic. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So for me to um, walk into Erwan and then they hear, you know, I'm Demore of Demore's Pizza, some a company that they respect for a long time. Right. They know I grew up. it's good pizza, by the way. They know I grew up in the kitchen. They know I can flip a pie. I'm not just like, it's funny because some people think that they get a name in, in one industry and then they can just, you know, start up in every industry. I think the only person that can legitimately do that is Kim Kardashian. You know, she's like, I'm going to do this, this, that, whatever. And then people will buy it. But no, Kim, and you know, you know, Kim very well. She's a good friend of yours. Like she won't put her name on something that she doesn't believe in. 100%. But I mean, like she can get behind right now, though, she could get behind anything and people will buy it. You know what I mean? Like she could start a sauce line tomorrow and people will freaking buy it. Um, But I do find that there's just like a little bit that comes with, um, that authenticity, you know, having it's the background. True. And I think like the most successful people are authentic to themselves and their brand, right? What they represent. Right. It's true. It's so true. Yeah. What's like some things that you, um, you know, you see with the company, like you mentioned that you want to go into creating 
pasta. I mean, do you see it going more than that? Like baby food? Like, cause I know, you know, your mom, you have a daughter. How old's your daughter now? Four? Yep. She's four. four. Yeah. We have a daughter, same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isabella. Yeah. Um, I see, you know, the opportunity for pizza girl is endless. Obviously, you know, I think that we could do even pizza girl restaurants, mm-hmm. you know, down the road. I think we could do, um, I'm, I'm obviously going to expand on the sauce line and on, just like the food, Italian food brand across the board. And then I also think, you know, that can dive into more of like the kitchenware and, you know, really cool, um, like the tools that I use in the kitchen, you know? So that's kind of my vision for it down the road. Um, You know, you see someone like Danny Trejo and Trejo's Tacos and you go in there and he has like, you know, the hot sauces in the restaurants and they all look the same and they have the same feel. So eventually I'm hoping to find the right partner to like, expand on the pizza girl brand and name i think that it's um and i'm just gonna stick with you know everybody keeps saying like we well, could do a couple products that aren't organic you know or this and that and I, no i'm gonna stick with the integrity of right. the company that's how i feel about with through. my beauty brand yeah you know because i'm working on product number two and when you're in the lab mix and you're like well maybe you could use some of this it won't be organic and i was like that's not true to my brand and what i represent i created this because i had a bad case of eczema from all the shit i was using yeah i'm not gonna go back in and put shit Right. And the product. Right. Yeah. So I totally feel you on that. Um, how has it been, you know, because you're a DJ, you tour, you have a four-year-old. How has it been for you touring, being a mom, and now creating this brand? Um, you know, it's it's a lot. And I feel like sometimes moms are made to feel guilty for, you know, holding on to themselves. And I know a lot of people that when they get really old, they say their biggest regret was working so much and not being with their children that much. And I know that we're probably going to feel that way when we're older. So it's a really, um, everybody says like, well, I want my kid to see what a, what a boss I am and inspire her in that way too. But I actually, now I'm starting to feel like I got to make sure that she comes first. Um, and I think a lot of us kind of lose that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't have my mom, my mom passed away when I was five. So for me, um, I'm just really caring more about spending time with her than my brand. You know what I mean? I think it's like, am I really going to care about my brand on my deathbed? No, No. I'm going to care about every moment that I spent with my daughter. So don't get so caught up and don't get so caught up on social media and try to compete with everybody you see. Um, really just be in the moment. I think that's the most important thing. And, you know, my daughter's in school and that's when I'll work. And, you know, as she gets older, she can travel with me. Um, Don't ignore your kids for your business because life is really short. Right. Um, True. Yeah. How was it like for you losing your mom at such a young age? It was awful. I mean, it's why I fell into, you know, drugs and alcohol and became just kind of an idiot for my teens and... 20s, maybe a little bit of my 30s now, <laughs> you know, it, it's really hard. And I struggle with um, the sadness still, and you never get over it. So um, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I've overcome it all and, you know, worked on it. You know, there's days where I'm just really pissed off that I didn't get my mom, you know. Do but you then, remember her at five? Did you... You know, children remember the trauma. You remember the scary moments. And that's something I want to remind parents, like really, truly. That's one thing, even with my divorce right now and everything, that's one thing my ex and I are very cautious about because we both had traumatic childhoods. 
that we don't put any of that on our child. Our child has never heard us fight. She has never seen any sort of aggression in the house. She's never seen any sort of like alcoholism or anything um, or even a cigarette in or anything like that. And it's so important because my memories are the terrible ones. They're the ones where, you know, I saw my mom lying in a coffin in an open coffin. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones where we got the phone call and she wasn't coming home from the hospital and everybody's screaming and crying. You know, like it's very traumatic. So that's really hard. And sometimes I don't know if my dreams are combined with what I really remember, you know, Mm -hmm. like there was a lot of different things that happened at that time. I remember her being really sick. I wish to God I could remember her being happy and healthy. Um, How did she pass away? My mom died of AIDS Mm -hmm. and um, she got it from a blood transfusion, a precautionary blood transfusion, which is why I'm also not so, um, I'm, I've never really been into, um, listen, I love Doctors, I love medicine, I love what they can do, but I also know that you need to make your own decisions because doctors are also, it's also, um, <clears throat> the medical field is a business and they're also trying to rack up the bill and they're trying to give you as much as they can. Some, not all, I'm not going to say all, but I do have so many friends that are hooked on prescription pills, you know, everybody's on Adderall at the age of freaking 10 and that stuff is speed and I'm watching it kill people and I'm just saying like, go in Get get all your tests done, you know what I mean? Find out what's going on in your body and then go find other, you know, holistic options and try everything before you take, you know, just right away what these doctors tell you to do. I don't know. Do your research, I guess, is all I'm saying. Um, yeah. How have you used like your, like, I guess you, you kind of mentioned it. You try to be more present with your daughter just because you don't have the opportunity to be with your mom, right? Like it. Yeah, you know, one of the things I love, like everybody told me to see that movie Marriage Story, Mm -hmm. you know, and this one moment where he's speaking, um, I actually love that movie. Everybody's like, don't watch that movie. You're going through a divorce right now. You're going to be so sad. I watched it and it actually made me feel better. Um, That was a fantastic film that actually normalized divorce. And it's called Marriage Story because that's the common outcome these days. And I feel like I didn't feel like such a pariah after I saw that movie. Right. So thank you to the filmmakers of that movie. Um, because, and then there's this moment when he's speaking about her and he goes, and she's the type of mom that actually just got the chills. She's the type of mom that plays, that actually plays, that gets on the floor bumps, yeah. and plays with the child. Not like, oh yeah, that's cool. Let's put on the, you know, put on the TV or, right. or iPad. Oh, Barbie, like for two seconds, like, actually like get into the mind of the child and you're on the floor and you're just focused on that and you put away your phone. That's what I try to do. It's so important. Yeah. So important. Yeah. I want to be the mom that plays. <laughs> I know. I want to be more of that. It's hard sometimes. Like last night, um, I had to deal with like some emergency work thing and, you know, they want to play and I'm just like, let me do this real quick. And then I finally was like, you know what? It's not really an emergency. It could wait till tomorrow. Yeah. And I just put the phone down. Yeah. Just put it away because yeah. the kid's going to remember that. Your child's going to remember that you were always that that was always more important. My daughter hates a cell phone. Sometimes I can't even get out one like text message. Right. She's like, mommy, she'll grab my face. Like that. Yeah, yeah. She'll literally grab my, my face daughter and be like, says, look at me. give me like, attention. Right. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I want attention. Yeah. yeah. And now with the divorce, oh my God, she's really oh, milking man. it. She's really milking it. She's like, milking it. She's, mommy, well, it's, they're very it's, smart. Mommy, it's your day. So that means we're playing and we're having fun right now. It's your day. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard because, you know, 
I got to say the holidays was the worst, you know, I, the worst, it was awful. That was my first holiday, um, being a separated person and it was absolutely awful. And I think that divorce is terrible and there's really nothing good about it at all. Um, and I just, I just, um, you know, I'm still going through it. I'm still in the thick of it. So there's nothing, I'm not at the other side of it where I can like, look, look back and tell you like, you know, it's going to be okay. <laughs> because right now, um, it's really hard. What's hard. Uh, what's been the hardest part about it? Is it just the, the, it's waking up in the morning and not sometimes having her and him there. It's like the family unit that you're so used right. to. It's like I go to make coffee and it's like, no one's there. who am I making breakfast for? You know what I mean? Like that happens half of the week now, you know? We do two days, two days and swap weekends. Right. And it's really weird to, you know, it's interesting because I remember being married and sometimes even being jealous of my divorced friends because they had some time to themselves right. and they had some time to, and then you're, and then your time there's a, there's good and bad in it. You know, there's days when I'm sad and then there's days when I'm like, this is great because now I can get all my shit done. And then when I'm with my kid, it's solely, I'm able to yeah. focus on her more. You know, I'm able to give her all my attention because I know that those days are my precious moments with her. So I don't know, there's good and bad in, in all of it. And I think that, um, you know, we were... Together and happy for 11 years. And I think that that's a success in its own. Mm -hmm. And we have a beautiful daughter. Um, and he's an amazing father. And um, I'm really lucky to have met him and to have her. And um, I just, I find that for me, for me, marriage is a very kind of um, old world way of thinking. And I, just kind of like evolved in my mind in the past. And I think it's happening with a lot of women. There's this like, there's this brewing happening where you're a little girl, you're told by your parents and grandparents that success is finding a man, getting married, having a child. I remember feeling bad for my girlfriends that weren't married. I was one of the first girls to get married yeah, in like fr the friend group. And I was like, oh, yay. Like I can like relax. Like someone loves me, right. you know? And then, <laughs> you know, and then I realized like, I didn't want that same thing I wanted when I was 22. I actually do really love being independent and I love being on my own. I don't think I will ever get married again in that, in that sense, in that traditional. Yeah. In that sense, like I don't need, you know how many people stay together just because they're going to lose half their assets, <laughs> you know, well, like, LA, yes. yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like you be with that person cause you want to be with mm -hmm. them. You don't need, you know, paperwork to, um, and you know, joint bank accounts mm -hmm. to prove that you love each other. Right. If sh someone wants to fly off to, you know, another country and, you know, build houses and, you know, help people and do whatever your heart desires, you should be able to go do it and love that person, right. come back to that person, you know, I when feel you like want. it just depends on the marriage. Cause I think like when I look at my marriage, like we have that, like, I, you know, we have our life together. Mm -hmm. And then we have that, like, I do my thing with my work and he does this thing with his work. But I think it's people have issues with that. Like, I'll be at an event and people are like, you're not with your husband. And I'm like, we're not glued to each other. Right. right. I feel like people have a hard time understanding that. Yeah. It's like, I get judged a lot if I'm at an event without him. I'm like, Ray will never be caught dead at this event. Yeah. Like, it's like a beauty event. Or yeah. Like, 
you didn't want to be like caught dead at this makeup event. But right. people judge. Right. And that's so cool that you guys can, you know, go do your own thing and then come to back right. together. And I feel like that's really important. And I'd say that's, that's <clears throat> and even I've gone family members telling me they're like, your marriage is so weird. And I'm like, what's weird about it that we. Yeah. We have our things that we like, like tomorrow we're taking off to Tulum and we're going to be with each other and it's our thing. We want no kids. It's just us. Nice. And then like when we're in LA, we're in the, in the thick of it. Like yeah. drop off the kid, pick up the, like you have to figure out what works, works for, for you, you guys. And sometimes you get judged for what works for you. I, I, I get judged all the time about my marriage. And eh, don't worry about people, people judging you. Oh, like, I don't care. Yeah. There's, it doesn't stop us from like, being, yeah. like who we are, but it does. It just people are, don't understand it. Yeah. But you got to do what works for you. 100%. And maybe marriage, you know, just wasn't the thing for you. I think that that's exactly right. Like for me, I I am not, I think that I just need to be um, more of a, I am a free spirit. Free spirit. I yeah. always was. You always have been. Yeah. I always kind of had this little thing about me that felt trapped in my marriage, mm-hmm. even though he was amazing. Right. And he'll probably find someone perfect immediately because he's so amazing. I am just this like, asshole that just wants to be alone. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I didn't have a mom, because I didn't have this, you know, perfect, you know, family to look at growing up. Right. Um, I literally just want to be with my daughter and I want to travel the world and I want to, you know, help other Mm -hmm. dedicate, you know, once my, you know, that whole analogy of like, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can help others. I don't have that like, you know, family fund to rely on. So I need to make this company very successful. And in the later years of my life, I do want to, you know, travel and just help other people. I think it's important for everyone to know that like not everyone's life is meant to be in the same way. And everybody knows, like, I think it's nice that you know what you want. Yeah. And I think it's nice that like, you're learning. This yeah. is all about learning. Like yeah. life is about learning. It's not about like getting it down and making it perfect. It's right. about learning what works for you. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's nice if people are listening and you know, you kind of have the same emotions as Caroline where you feel trapped. Yeah. And you want to be a feel free spirit. And um, I mean, I think that's some. And it's not about sex. Okay. People out there listening. It's not because I just want to go f- have sex <laughs> with a bunch of people. Okay. Because I've heard that too. Like, oh, you just want to you know, have sex with whoever you want. And I'm like, no, but I do consider myself like a fluid human. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying that and saying that to myself and being judged for it. Like, oh, you just want to what? Hook up with men and women and all this and that. Right. I just don't see gender you know so it's about like the actual soul and the person that i want to like spend time with or be around and i know that that sounds crazy to some people but i just think that that is my new kind of like way of thinking listen you live once yeah it's your life and that's true too and i right now i'm the age my mother was when she died Hmm. and my daughter's the age that i was so it's like this weird thing where i almost feel like i need to live the life that she was meant to live and like this mind f that's happening with me right now i just can't control well it's okay that like this you know i think everything in life happens for a reason and maybe your mom's passing was to be for you to be able to enjoy the life that you want to live unfortunately she yeah. passed away but it's yeah. like i feel like everything is meant for us to learn and grow and live the life that we were meant to live 100 percent. pizza girl you guys make sure to get it on amazon whole foods yeah you can get it at select whole foods um we will eventually be in all the whole foods we've already gotten that approval which is really exciting Amazing. but i need 
couple million dollars and then I'll do that. <laughs> and then, um, and then I'll then do that. investors are listening. You know where to reach her. Yeah, you know where to reach me. Um, but no, right now we're in all the Gelson's, Bristol Farms, Air One. We're in a lot of one-off, like the high-end one-offs in Malibu and, you know, Brentwood and all over. So, um, yeah, we're growing every day. And where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Caroline Demore. I don't do any other social media because I just don't care about it. Right. But Instagram's dope. I also have um, my company's Instagram right. Pizza at Girl. Pizza Girl Official. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because some jerk is squatting on Pizza Girl. Literally, they do nothing, and I've begged them. <laughs> don't you for hate it. that? Don't you hate that? I really do. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank I you for so having much. me. Love uh, you. And congrats on everything. Make sure you guys follow Caroline, buy her products, and make sure to check us out on this podcast. Podcast, subscribe, download, and we'll talk to you next time.